some Fridays. Man, I love Fridays. About to get ready to go to church. Isn't that exciting? I love to go to church. Having the freedom to go to church and serve God. Amen. That's what we celebrated for on Tuesday. Amen. Because you know what? There's places in this world that you cannot serve God anytime you want. Mm -mm. You have to, in parts of the world, you literally have to memorize the Bible because you will be killed if, you, if you're caught with one. They don't hold scripture with them, no. Nope. This is our morning take. My name is Frank Johnson. And I'm Abraham Lawrence Sr. And we're here to help you out with some of these Bible stories that we read about. Old and, and New Testament. Yes, and man, what a good one. This is really, I hope everybody's enjoying it, because I know I certainly am. Yeah, me too, man. This is... Um, you definitely are. You know, every... <laughs> Luz? I'm from Luz. <laughs> sounds like a dish soap or something. I don't know. Bethel sounds so much better. Oh, man. You are really It's kind of the way it's said, though. However, previously... <laughs> the name of the city was Gotham. And no, today it, it's called New York. Now it's like, well, it, in the King James, it was like the city was called Luz at the first. <laughs> well, there you go. It was first called Luz. Then they changed it to Bessemer City. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The house of God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's what Bessemer City means in North Carolina. <laughs> oh man it's friday it is thank god you. for friday uh we are going to sort of finish up a story here too you know it's amazing how when we come around to friday we kind of finish up something yeah yeah it's just amazing you can see if you've been watching the live feed all week uh you can see that we a lot of planning goes into this to make sure that this is where we're at <laughs> yeah it's amazing isn't it it is uh, we're in the 28th chapter of Genesis. We're talking about, uh, if this is your first time you're listening to the podcast, <laughs> well, this is probably one of the weirdest uh, mornings. Uh, uh, episode 129, is that right? Where we're at? 129? I think it's uh, July the something. 130. 130? Friday. Oh, it's Friday. That's right. <laughs> I should know that. It's Friday. And so it must be the 5th, 6th, 7th. must be July 7th, too. 7 7 23, baby. Wow. Play the seventh horse in the seventh race, right? I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're in the 28th chapter of Genesis, and we're talking about uh, Jacob and his uh, his uh, his dream. Yeah. Actually, I was trying to think of something else, though. His revelation from God. Okay. Because that's literally God revealed himself to him, and Jacob understands this. And... Um, I, I believe it's going to change him a little bit. So we're going to talk a little bit about okay, his so, change. Okay, so when you just said that, mm -hmm. that he understands this is a revelation from God, is that from his upbringing? I'm throwing that in. Well, it's got to be. It's, I, I believe it's got to be. You know, we talked about, I don't know if we talked about it on the air or not, no, but we had mentioned that um, Abraham was 160, 160 years old when these boys were born. Uh, and so, and he was 175 when they died, so... I hope Abraham was a little part of their young upbringing. I'll guarantee you that Abraham told him everything that he knew. And you know the cool thing about Abraham? Uh, Ham. That he's a great drummer? <laughs> Abraham Lawrence. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> that guy. But uh, Abram, uh, his father, what was his father's name? Uh, Tehran? Terran. 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 Oh, my goodness. Terra. Uh, anyway, and his... Uh, great-great-grandfather, uh, somewhere back in there, was, of course, Noah. And uh, so I'm, and Abraham, uh, 
uh, one of Noah's son was still around when Abraham was a young man. So I'm sure Abraham shared the whole thing from the flood on and uh, just who God was and that this God had already judged the world and destroyed the world one time. Yeah. And, of course, who would ever be another good example to explain what God could do is Isaac. I mean, hey, look mm-hmm. what he went through. Yeah, I remember one day uh, Dad said we we're going to go on a road trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I kept asking him every day, where's the sacrifice at? Don't worry. Don't worry, son. We're almost to the top. Don't We're almost there. It. Just get that wood over there. All right, boys, y'all stay down here. Me and the son are going to go up top. Yeah. But we'll be back later. Yeah, I'm just going to tie your feet and your hands. Yeah. Just don't pay any attention He's to tying that. him to the thing. And I, I, I'm sure Isaac's asking him one last time. Dad, just one more time. It, where is the sacrifice? He's like, I should have brought a handkerchief <laughs> to cover your mouth with. <laughs> Oh, man. But seriously, though, I mean, yeah. you, you know. That's quite a story. Esau and Jacob, you know, regardless of what was going on, I'm sure Isaac was like, you know, you know, giving them some spirit, you know, some spirituality in there. I guarantee it. So now, so now this might have been the first time Jacob experienced it firsthand. Yeah. Because you know that Isaac probably told them many stories about how their grandfather, Abraham, oh, talked to God. Absolutely. And that, and that Abraham had these dreams too. There's one, you remember the dream where the, they cut the animal in half and the, and the fire went between them. Yep. And this was, you know, this actually made the covenant, the covenant. Yeah, so it was pretty cool, right? Oh, yes. So Talk, talk to him about the circumcision and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that started with your dad, your grandfather, Abraham. So if you didn't like it too bad, it started with Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> From Grandpa down. Like, I'm not even going to lie to you. It's going to hurt. I'm wondering if those daughters of Heth know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get back on track now. Verse 20 crazy. of chapter 28, verse 20 says, Then Jacob made a vow. So he makes this promise. And a vow is, of course, something very, very serious. Very serious promise, not just a pinky promise. This is a vow. Yeah, and it's not like an under the under the thigh, whatever that is. Not even is. that. And yeah. even that's pretty serious. Yeah. But this is a vow. And uh, he says, if God will be with me and I will keep and will keep me on this journey that I take and will give me food to eat and garments to wear. And I return to my father's house in safety. Mm. Then the Lord will be my God. Now, is he referring, when he says safety, is he referring from Esau or in general? Well, in general, but mostly from Esau, yeah. Because, see, he wants to go back home. You see here, he's saying right now, I want to go back home, and I don't want to go back home and die. (laughs) And Esau, probably the last thing he saw in Esau's face, said, yeah, you run on out to pet Amaran, but you know what? I'll see you when you get back. I'll be here. (laughs) But here's the thing, though, that I know a lot of people, maybe from Sunday school or maybe from church or maybe just if you just read this in general, you say to yourself, so what? So Jacob's making a deal with God here. Like if you take care of me and you give me food and you give me raiment and you take it, you know, and you bring me back safely. He's not even really making a deal because what did God say to him? Yeah, but he's just reiterating what God said. But listen to what people read. This is what people read. If you do all those things, then you'll be my God. But he's not making a deal. That's not what he says at all, is it? See, when you read this, you see, he's not saying that. He's just saying, listen, this is my sign. If God really does go with me and he protects me and and he blesses me and he gives me these things, he's, he's my God. Yeah. You know, I will serve him the rest of my life. 
And I really believe Jacob does do that from from that point on. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. When, when he gets back to this place. Yeah, because if you're, you know, well, I mean, we've been in, in the Bible for years and we've studied... But if this is if you're a casual reader and you read that, you're like, oh, this guy's making deals. It does sound like that yeah. a little. Yeah. But we know better, and we know as we see yeah, this because he's he he's just reiterating what yeah. God told him. You just got to read it carefully. Yep. Because he doesn't say if. See, there's no place in here it says if. Jacob made a vow. Well, he says if God will be with me. So what he's saying is, by the mere fact that yep. God stays with yep. me, yep. provides these things, gives me food and eat and garments to wear, and I return to my father's house in safety, then the Lord will be my God. He understands that this is my purpose. This is what God wants me to do. Yeah, because it's not like he said, Lord, if you're going to be with me and keep me. He didn't say that. He, yeah. said, if he didn't God, barter. Yeah. No. Right. No. He just says that. And this stone, verse 22, this stone which I have set up as a pillar. And a lot of people think <laughs> that that's the stone he slept on. <laughs> and I, but it's not. That's not the stone at all. He had a little flat stone he probably made as a pillow. But the whole thing is, is now he's got this big stone uh, that he sets up as a pillar will be God's house, and all that you give me I will surely give a tenth mm, to you. Mm. And so you see, tithing is not even something that's even been taught yet. Moses is 400 years from now. And the law is 400 years from now. Well, not quite yet now because they're 60, you know, whatever. I don't know. But it's, it's still pretty close to 300 plus years. So, and yet we're still talking about tithing. Just like Abraham gave a test. So, so I, I was just okay. about to refer to that. Where do you think he's learning all yeah, this? Yeah, exactly. So, you see, there you go. And uh, I'll give a tenth. So, even though I tell my people at my church uh, that I don't believe in tithing and I don't, you know, tithing is an Old Testament thing. And. But it's still, I believe that 10% is just like a minimum. So if, you, if you're a young Christian or young believer or whatever, I really believe that that's what you should start with. I believe that whatever God's blessing you with, 10% is a pretty good uh, you know, frame of mind. If, you're, if God's blessing you with $1,000 a week, I think $100 a week given to God and to his service and to his ministry and into a church that you know, believes and teaches the right way and is helping people. Uh, I believe God's really going to bless you for that. And that's the same thing with Jacob. That's why Jacob's like, because it's God that's taking care of you. Yes. That's what Jacob realized. God is taking care of me. And if God's going to take care of me, then if I give 10% of what I get, God's going to let that 90% work. But people see that don't really believe that or they think, no, it takes even more than what I make. I can't even get by the whole month. And they just sort of refuse to give God anything. A, for one, it just shows lack of faith. Yes. But B, it really shows disobedience because everybody I've ever seen that comes to God, always uh, their finances is one of the things that, that's involved in it, right? Yeah. That's one, of the things uh -oh. that, that's one of the things that people have a hang up with. I started preaching. Yes. Anyway, go to church this week. Please go to church somewhere. Listen, we love you guys. We'll see you next week.